Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We are here to talk about the premiere of season five. We're back at it again. Mass Singer season four came and left. The Mass Dancer came and left. And now we're here to talk about what they're calling, I don't know if you've heard, the game-changing season of season five, The Mass Singer. Really excited to be back. I am your host, of course, Puya the Golden Ear, Zan Bikili. And with me, as always, I'm never alone. I've got my ride or die. My sidekick, my partner in crime, partner in rhyme. It's Liana, the earbuds, Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic because that's right. The mass Singer is back. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was game changing. I didn't realize uh, that we were watching another Survivor season. But I I have higher hopes for the season of The mass Singer than I did for Game Changers uh, of Survivor because I had a blast watching this. It brought out a lot of emotions, good and bad in me, which I think is the mark of a great show. So here we are. And I have been looking forward to this all day. Same, same. I've been very keen to come back and talk about this. I've watched the episode twice now, and it only got better in my second watch, which is great, which is a good sign, usually. Um, And I can't decide, honestly, whether or not it's because the Masked Dancer makes you appreciate The Masked Singer more. Because I will say, watching this, I was like, oh yeah, this is high quality production. Whereas I feel like with The Masked Dancer, it's not like that, really. Uh, okay, so I, I th- I'm really happy that you brought this up. Because, first of all, I just want to preface this by saying that this episode of The Masked Singer was so goofy. And so weird. And so stupid. But in only the way that the mass singer could be. But it was goofy and stupid in more of a fun way for me, I think, than the mass dancer was. The mass dancer almost set me up to be like, okay, now we're coming back to the serious show, you know, the mass singer, where we're serious about our show. And we start out with the freaking Russian dolls and then the snail, and then we'll get to the reveal. So it just sort of put me back in the mindset, the mind frame of thinking about, okay, what truly is the mass singer, especially in contrast to the mass dancer? It's still silly, it's still goofy, but yes, it is maybe a little bit more like, the the you know i don't know the designer brand version instead of the knockoff yeah i think that ultimately for me this is the show i fell in love with this is the show that i wanted to talk about that i get to talk about so automatically it's different 
than the mass dancer. And I do think that even though it's meant to, you're meant to take it more seriously or that's how they per, like perceive it. It's clear that they care more about it because there's way more planning done here. There's way more production done here. So I'm well, like, to- just because it's the one that they take more seriously doesn't mean it's not stupid and silly and fun. You know what I mean? I, I, no, no one is saying it's a serious <laughs> show, but it's okay? a game changer. <laughs> It's I don't game know what changed the game changing. if it's Cluedal Do or if it's the the the, the, the tour bus like. <laughs> oh my god! The okay, that's the one thing that I feel like they didn't work that hard on, which was the tour bus, because clearly it had a track where it was supposed to run, but somehow it ended up like driving out of the track up to hit Nicole, which was hilarious. Uh, but I believe unplanned. That's the one thing I will say they may have skimped on. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about that and more here. I'm very excited. So let me just quickly say out the gate, um, for those of you who are new to our coverage, first of all, welcome. Hope you have a fun stay here. If you would like to leave a rating and review, you can do so over at robinswebsite.com slash masked singer, M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R would be very much appreciated. Now, I want to preface the coverage before we go any further to let people know kind of what they can expect listening to us. Um because I, I, you know, I know that some people, they, the way they enjoy their mass singer is they watch it. They don't know what's happening. They don't know who's who. And like, they want to like get surprised by the show itself. We are the way we approach it is we do investigative work independently. Um, and, and we do it like, so with no, let me give you examples, no Reddit, no forum boards, no other people's recommendations, other people's clues, nothing. We look up stuff ourselves based on the clues that we listen to and that's it um so there is a chance that at some point in the show whether it's in episode four five six we'll be like oh i think this person is this person based on these clues that could very well happen but rest assured it is not confirmed until an unmasking happens because i don't unless you feel very confident about what i'm saying it's not going to be the case so for example um last year we had the mushroom and within minutes i was like it's pharrell it's Pharrell. It's Pharrell. Episode one, I called Pharrell. Episode three, still Pharrell. Episode five, still Pharrell. Episode seven, I was like, oh, it's not Pharrell. So things go up and down here. <laughs> so it, come for the ride with us. We don't really, you know, we're not diving into any spoilers off the internet for sure. And then the other thing is if you would like to leave questions or ask things for us to answer on the podcast, you can do that over on social media or in the RHAP patron group. It's welcomed. I do ask one request, and that is do not give us your guesses slash if you've found out who is who, don't tell us. Because then it keeps the hunt going fresh for us, and and we're able to navigate the show better that way. Make it more fun for you that way. Um, Liana, did I miss anything there? No, I think you nailed it. And we're also going to have fun. Yes, I love that you keep saying this like we're, we've been treating this show like 60 minutes or something. You're like... <laughs> We have four loosey-goosey here. Because in contrast to everything else that I... And, like, the thing is, is that it's not like I even cover serious shows. I talk about Drag Race, which, yes, of course, has very serious topics that get addressed. But at the same time, you know, it's it's incredibly silly. Uh, mm-hmm. But The Masked Singer is just a whole nother level. And I have to remind myself that that's the world that I'm living <laughs> in. And so I need to reframe, for example, when a puppet is on the show as a contestant, I need to remember that this is fun. <laughs> it's the mass Singer. It's silly. It's stupid. This is what we're supposed to do here. So it's more a reminder for myself. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, I love that. I, <laughs> this is 
one of those podcasts where I'm always like, I can't believe I get to sit here and talk about the merits of being a porcupine or a <laughs> robo pine. I'm sorry, you mean robo pine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it, it's, listen, it's the right level of goofy, stupid, fun. And when we get into it, analytical, because I can't help myself. And I'm going to talk about what I thought about some of these performances, of course. Now, speaking of performances, uh, right out the gate, new host for the starting half of this season, as we talked about in the preseason, Nick Cannon tested positive for COVID right around the start of the season, had to uh, take an absence, and Nisi Nash took over his place. Um, and I have to say, she killed it. I loved her, and I would like for her to stay. Yeah, I'd actually be fine with that as well, because at the intro, she's like, yeah, maybe we'll see you later in the season. I'm like, they're not. That's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with her them. staying as our guest host. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I think like, uh, I think we should also point out like not only uh, so not only is Nisi Nash taking over, at least for the beginning part as the guest host. I think that's also important in case you anybody hasn't heard about the format of this season, because it's going to be a little bit different, which is, I assume, part of the reason why they keep calling it a game changing season. But I, I'm not sure. So we're going to start out with groups A and B, sort of typical to what we've we've done before um, where there are five contestants in each group and then there are also four wild cards which are Mm -hmm. contestants who will enter the competition throughout the run of the show we don't know when but they have a chance to unseat another contestant so interested to see how this is going to turn out of course the initial non-twist liking reality TV watching person inside me is like get this away from my screen but you know what it's the fifth season sure Sure. Let's change the game. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept in theory, right? Um, where, oh, you can challenge for someone's spot. This is great until someone gets white tigered. And then I'm sad. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I like, here's the thing. For as much as we knock them on their lack of format, on the randomness, on some of the selections of who stays and who leaves, I enjoy the fact that they keep trying to find the right formula because I think that the closest in my opinion that they had the best formula was season two mm-hmm. but I am very willing to see them test stuff out until we land on maybe something better who knows what was the season that was super long was that three the one where I got really upset because it was so long three went on forever yes. okay all right that, that's yeah. the only season I don't like <laughs> everything that else has been fair. fine Uh, but yeah and then of course which I didn't know this was coming but we also have the non-contestant Cludal do uh who is gonna give out extra clues just for us i guess yeah so it's like it's like yeah i'm the cludal do which like you know they pick this because of the cockadoodle <laughs> oh it's amazing um and apparently we got challenged by the cludal do mid mid episode and the cludal do was like hey, you can't figure out who i am and i've got it down to two people already so okay. and why is one of them Joel McHale? Oh, uh, that is better. I don't have Joel oh. McHale on my list. <laughs> oh, okay. I was curious to know who the other one was because it's, I was like, oh yeah. As soon as I started thinking about it, I was like, okay, it's either Nick Cannon in a mask. Yeah, or, Nick Cannon's one of mine. Oh, okay, or it's Joel McHale, but just because he's or I don't know. I guess Will Arnett, but no, Joel McHale. I feel like has been around more often, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I, I think that, um, I think that it's, 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 listen, it's fun. It's another extra costume. I think that's the thing is that if we're looking at it, we technically have a cast of 14, but it's mm-hmm. 10 participating at any given time kind of thing. So I mm-hmm. think adding random, random 
masked people around the block to like <laughs> unveil. Uh, we like a good unmasking. So it's fun. It's yeah, I'm I'm just nervous for if, in case one of my faves goes up against one of the wild cards and gets eliminated, I'm going to cry <laughs> over the mass singer. Like I it's I, I am not above that. Yeah. Oh, this actually brings a good uh, good uh, quick note to bring up. So we will be doing a draft, but we've decided to wait until next week's performers so we can see everyone available and then do our draft then. Mhm. Yep, 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 yep. I'm very excited about it. Okay, Liana. Okay. So, same judges, same four judges again. I'm okay yeah. with this. This is fine. Um, I cringed when, when Ken Jong said, yes, mommy. That was not great. I did not yep. love that. Yeah. It took me right back to him saying, Daddy, don't eat it. Daddy, don't eat it. Yeah. That was him. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's just jump into the first performer now. Let's just talk. <laughs> Okay. Why are you laughing? No, because, you know, Ken be Ken. Ken be Kenning. Okay. Can you start us off with the Russian doll? Okay, the Russian dolls. So this was one of the first costumes that I had. Seen. So in terms of the masks getting released, it had somehow completely slipped my radar when all of them got released, because at, as far as I knew, I had seen five of them. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, now 10 of them are out. Oh, and the premieres tomorrow. And I was like, wait, when did this happen? But the Russian dolls were one of the masks that we had seen. And I think the biggest question was, how many of them are they, are, are going to be in this costume? Are there going to be multiple dolls? Are there... Uh, uh, are there multiple people inside? Are they going to somehow like do the little uh, like, cluck, 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 you know, and they like come apart? Is that going to happen? Here's my current guess. There's at least two, maybe three is my current thought process based on the song. I, I can't tell, but there's definitely at least two. So I'm happy that we're getting our next set of the snow owls like the next iteration of the snow mm -hmm. owls but of course they're just limited by the costume like the big one can't really move all that much at least its mouth opens the smaller one can walk around but as far as i can tell all it can do is snap which we're not going to a poetry jam sesh so like unless you're going to be laying down oh some beatnik vibes i don't really know how much the snapping is going to add to the performances i my biggest complaint about the Snow Owls last season was that they couldn't move. And I thought it was a missed opportunity. Having seen the Russian doll, I changed my mind. The Russian doll, the little one creeping towards me was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like it has the same eyes and face picture of like the creepy dolls from Toy Story 4. Yeah. So I don't love that automatically. It's terrifying. And like, I don't like that. I think half the audience is like, wait, there's two of them? Because I don't think half the audience realizes that the second one's also singing, just doesn't move its mouth. So I I I like the look of the first one better for some oh, reason. Oh, the I one just, who's the one who doesn't move but the mouth moves. Yeah, because at least oh. it's like the mouth is moving. Yeah, so like this I, is super this is like super fascinating to me because it's not like the mouths move on any of the other singers, right? Uh, except for I guess baby alien. But I think there's something about it not having hmm. like a more well-defined face. I don't know exactly what it is, but I was like, I need the mouth to move. Now I get I think, why the baby alien's mouth moves. Like the snail yeah. needed a mouth to move. I think that if if it's a, if it's a 3D mouth, it's more acceptable that it doesn't move because it's like okay, there's oh, lips. Okay, okay, sure. Like it, it that comes out. It's like a feature. Whereas with mm -hmm. the Russian doll, it's it's all flat. So it's like mm -hmm. oh, it's like watching. It's like if I held a poster in front of my face and sang. You're like. Well, 
That doesn't do anything <laughs> for me. But you're Enrique Iglesias. You held up the <laughs> the mask. Right? Um, I, like, well, okay. So, and then also the thing is, is that we, so we watched this together first, like when it premiered to watch the, mm-hmm. watch it live. And it did take me a long time. I, like, I was convinced that only one person was singing at first. And then I, because the mouth wasn't moving, they got me, they got me gals. I really had to go back and re-listen to it several times to like try to really hear how many people I thought were singing. Mm-hmm. it's two i okay so it could be two but the foreshadowing of like maybe there's three in there maybe that's the like fun reveal later on i fully expect there to be more than two people if when we get further down i don't think it's just going to be two people i do think we're being set up for there to be like a third russian doll at some point oh, or you're saying team. like maybe there's only two right now and they'll add a third later or something yeah, I, I just gotcha. don't I, I didn't hear a third voice, but I've also thought about there's no way you're going to tell me this concept is Russian doll and there's only two of you. Yeah, yeah, you know? right, exactly. Like, like, why would you pick a Russian nesting doll then? Like, you could have been the Rock'em Sock'em robots and it would have been two, like one blue one, one red one. And that's your two right there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this I, opens the door for plurality. So I think that that's why. I think one of the things that made me think that there could be three in the big mm. doll was that when they were answering the question, which one makes the decisions, it sounded like two different modulated voices coming out of the big doll. Like there was like a first voice, it cut away, and then there was a second voice. Or that's what mm. I thought. I could be completely reading into this. I'm going with that there's two for now, but I wouldn't be, I, I'm like mentally preparing myself for if there's a third, I'm like ready for it. <laughs> I would love if, if they make it to the finals. Like every week they're there, it's a new person added. And then by the finals, oh they're just God, eight, of like eight of them. Oh my God, there's like eight of them. Well, I was counting because when they do the little graphic at the bottom, there's a total of five. Yes, yes, but there were the, five total. The clue, so, and we can, we can get into the clues and the performance and all that stuff. There's just so much to talk about. For the clues, the top clue that was given by Cluckle Doodle Cloodle Doo or whatever his name was, it says that they can replicate to 15 of them. Yeah, so let me let me say my piece about Cloodle Do. Um, <laughs> Cloodle Do has taken over the before. It used to be the strengths and weakness of the mm-hmm. costume, and they were just vague things about that. Like for Frog, it would be like strength, amphibian, weakness, tadpoles. Like it would be something like that. So mm-hmm. I think that um, I think that it's of that kind of kind of fame where it's just it's just a factual. Oh, thing. see, no, I disagree. I think they're real clues. What do you mean, fifteen? What fits in them? I think I think they have like fifteen kids, or like they are a total of like fifteen of them that are part of like a sibling trio or something, or like there's fifteen members in their band or something. I think it's a real replicate. Makes me think of children because they reproduced and they had fifteen children. Ah, what was the okay? We'll talk about the eliminated one later, but we need to go back and look at the 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 intro line from Cloodle Do for the for that one. Uh, is a national treasure was the one which totally is a real clue. Oh yeah, a snail is not a yeah no yeah yeah that's that's our that's an exclusive clue to us. Smart, yeah, exactly. Smart. That's a, exactly. So it's legit. 15 so there's other 15 and that's okay that makes more sense okay but i don't think it's actually gonna be 15 people because i want to get to when we start to okay whatever we'll just talk about it now so the um the total description where they talk about like oh there's 26 grammy nominations and nine Mm. multi-platinum singles and oscars and you know super bowl blah 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 whatever the last description is 146 toes 
Okay. So how many toes do you think Kermit has? Zero. Uh, He's got zero toes, right? <laughs> know that? How do you know that? Well, I don't know, but I—he's a frog. Frogs don't have toes. Do frogs have toes? Wait, let me Google it. Do frogs have toes? I don't care about frogs. How I many? I assumed to- he was just Kermit like Kermit has five fingers. Yeah, but how many toes does he have? Oh, the back legs have five toes each. Okay, so let's say he's got five. Okay, fine. Include include Kermit. One forty six divided by ten is 14.6. There is no way that our 10 contestants have 14.6 toes. Now, the only question is, is whether or not our other contestants are included in that. What do you mean? Right? Other, like, like, other like than the, these, oh, the four, do you mean the, the like other the wild four? cards. Well, then it's still 10.4 toes. Right, which then I assume someone's got an extra toe. Or, or, Maybe I was trying to figure out how many people were in based on the number of toes, essentially. But I kept always getting some odd numbers. So someone's either lost a toe or someone's got an extra toe or this something. Is the most Liana segue to researching I've ever seen. Well, I was trying to You're figure out how many patrol? people. <laughs> Look, I'm not Enzo's foot stalker. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, let me see your little feetsies, yo. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Maybe Kermit has zero toes. Cause he's a he's a muppet. Oh no, he's got feet though. Cause they have him like sit on stuff. Okay. Well, anyway, I need to know whether or not this includes the wild cards because I'm trying to figure out how many people are in this in this Russian doll situation. Tell me about their clue package. I beg, I beg you tell me about their. Clue I want to talk more about the toes. <laughs> what is there to talk about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> anyway, I just think it's actually super important. Okay, so let's all keep in mind because I don't know. Like, okay, so as people get revealed, I think we need to start keeping track of how many toes they have, so then we can start crossing people off the list. Anyway, next, moving on. I don't want to play this little piggy one to market with the contestants. I, fine, fine. Okay, well, the piglet is going to be next week, which is creepy, by the way. But fine, we'll get there. I will keep track of the toes. That will be my job. Okay. Hey, I'm the toes are. <laughs> totally, dude. Um, I need to think of a good title. Okay, I'll consider. I'll consider my options. All righty. So let's get into the rest of the Russian dolls clues. So, what? So why are you laughing? Did at we me? start about the Russian dolls clues? <laughs> you know, I talked about how they can replicate to fifteen of them, which I do believe is children. But anyway, up that's to fifteen means there's a cap, though. Like. Is it like a group, but they've all gotten vasectomies? Like how, how there's no, a cap. Can, can replicate to 15 of them. But like that sounds like there's a restriction on it. Well, it sounds like 50. Oh, okay. So you're saying like they're done having children if they were to have children. If it's, if the verbiage. Well, maybe is at one to, point the band had 15 people in it or something. The band. Well, well okay well that's fine all right here we'll get because I, I have a very specific line of logic that i'm thinking and so well, okay. that, it's fine <laughs> okay so here are the things i know from the clue package uh they talked about doing their own thing for a while mm-hmm. which is very sort of typical for the mass singer also described when that they at one point were the world's hottest toy there was a carafe of milk there was, was that a, is that a jug i thought it was a jug of milk well i would have described it as a carafe how do you spell that? Uh, C-A-R-A-F-E. 
It's like a, like a little bit fancier looking. Th- okay, well, maybe it's a jug. Does it matter? It's milk. The carafe looks like more sciency. No, it's not. No, it doesn't. It's not sciency. It's just like a thing of milk. It's got milk in it. The milk is for drinking. Okay, fine. It's a pitcher. It's a it's a pitcher. A pitcher of milk. Oh, it could be a it's pitcher. Not, it doesn't, listen, does I don't think that matters. <laughs> well, maybe they're they're baseball pitchers, okay? And it was important that it's a pitcher of milk. Anyway, there's a pitcher of milk. Uh, and then they talk about the puppet. There's like a puppet with strings, which are a weird neon color. So I don't know. That mm. made me think the 80s. And then they, there's also a, a box that says the office on it amongst a bunch of recycling boxes. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about how there were newer toys that came along, blah, blah, blah. They were cast aside. I noticed a boat wheel turny thing. <laughs> and then coming to a country near you Garden State mm-hmm. Highway and then a Polar Express train looking thing. Those are the, yeah. all the things I noticed. The Misfits Toy Store is the other thing I noticed as well. Yeah, yeah. The boat steering wheel. So yeah, all of this, listen, all of this, I, is there I don't a name have for that. The boat steering wheel. Boat steering wheel. <laughs> name. Helm. The helm of the ship. The helm. Okay. Herg, um. Okay. So I we need more, right? We need more from them to see what it is and, and what it means. Because I do think that um we're gonna get more from them. I wanna make note of the fact that when they were showing the toys on the shelves, mm-hmm. there were a lot of toys that had replicates of three. <gasps> on the really? So, well, if you look at almost every shelf of the Russian dolls, there's pretty much three on every shelf there. Um, and then when there's a shelf with all the like random, like the robots, the teddy bears, there's a lot of like pairs of three, pairs of three. Um, like, yeah, three robots, three jack in the boxes, three teddy bears. I don't think you call them pairs of three. I think a pair is just two, but I, no, agree I know with a pair you. is two, but uh, you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I see three cars. I see three robots, three teddy bears, three yeah. jack in the boxes. Like, not all the toys are threes, but that is something to keep an eye on. The fact that there's three, three of stuff, um, could be a thing. Uh, but then yeah, the snowfall, the the helm coming to a country near you. I think the whole country music thing might be a shout. Mm. Um, oh, there I, are a I, bunch that are two though, also, and some that are singular. So I don't know for no, sure. I, right, like I said, I don't think that's a concrete clue. I just I just noticed that there was a like pairing, like bunch of threes. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have much. I don't have much on what who I think this could be. Um, I'm gonna need way more information uh, moving forward. So. Okay, here's my logic behind who I think it is. And I don't have a solid li- I have a, like I have a list, all right? So, I think they're all they're all men. I think they're all males. I think that they are brothers, and here's why. Their voices go together in such a beautiful way. They have to be related. They just have to. I, no, I refuse. <laughs> yes, they do. I refuse to accept any other answer apart from them being brothers. They have to be brothers. Didn't you think that the the Snow Owls were siblings last year and we got into some sticky situations with that? <laughs> I don't recall. Do you not learn from brothers. the previous seasons? <laughs> They have to be, br- but I, okay. Look, here's the thing, though. The fact that I couldn't tell how many of them were singing to me indicates that their voices have to go together perfectly. I am convinced that they're brothers. So I googled brothers in bands. I came up with a list, and then I've narrowed it down to several options based on the timing. 
Okay. One, the Black Crows. They did that song, She Talks to Angels. There's two of them, Chris and Rich Robinson. They're both still alive. Could definitely be them. Okay, a little bit farther out pick, but what about Good Charlotte? What are Joel and Benji Madden up to? Could it be them? Are they coming back for their reunion tour? They were like hot shit in 2002. Now they're now they're not. Now they're back. And now they want to be cool again. Could be Good Charlotte. Also, what about the Stone Temple Pilots? Also probably a further out guess. Dean and Robert DeLeo could possibly be them. Those are my those are some possible options. Thoughts? Um you are off your rocker with these. No. Guys. Okay. The this other thing though. Ridiculous. So here's, okay. Here's the one thing that's giving me a little bit of pause. That's two, two brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it's three, that's a little bit harder because according to this website, I went to the Jonas brothers are a set of three. It's obviously not the Jonas brothers. Mm-hmm. It could be Devo, but I don't know if there's, I I need to check, but there's like a set of three of them that we're all in Devo, but then there's two other brothers. So it's a little confusing. What if it's five of them, which could be like the five, but I just, I would be shocked if it was Devo. The other option is Hanson, which is a good shout. They do have 15 kids amongst them. So if it does end up being they can replicate to 15 of them and it's correct, that could be the fit. The only problem is, is none of the other clues fit for me. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, all of this, your guesses are as good as mine. I don't have any really to to throw down here. I'm sticking with the Black Crows until I know better. That's my like lock it in guess. I have a feeling that you are probably in the right direction somewhere. I don't know if you've got the right pick, but I'll take your word for it. And we talked about the performance already. Um, Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson. I thought it was a good choice for an intro. I like the red background. I thought that fit really well. Um, I did enjoy the infinite hallway behind them. That was a good touch. I've already mentioned I hated the um the little little doll. I hated the walking little doll. Did you love that? Is it because it walks slowly towards you? Yes. I was like, if I was in an alley and the little doll was approaching me, I would literally be like screaming out my mind. Like it would be uh-huh. so scary. And like I didn't like that the one hand was wearing the metallic glove, but the other hand wasn't. I get that it's a nod. Uh-huh. Um but I didn't like the way it looked. <laughs> and I just I did I didn't like it I didn't like the little doll so that's my those are my takes okay um, yeah that's fair yeah. I loved this performance I'm actually super obsessed with the the Russian dolls my only concern is is that they lack that razzle dazzle and it's super creepy but they just they give me like turtle big turtle energy you know what I mean they're fulfilling that kiss from a rose seal energy with their first performance mm-hmm. of going man in the mirror with Michael Jackson and they at the moment are the ones I'm really rooting for yeah that's fair Um, I mean I they're not the ones I'm rooting for like number one on the list at the moment they could very well get there I will say I'm less worried about their lack of razzle dazzle Um. Unlike the snow owls, they do have some mobility, and I think there's mm-hmm. more of a novelty to them than there was with the snow owls. Like, do snow owls come in pairs? I still don't know why that. But Russian doll, good concept, especially if they do introduce a third or a fourth. Like, it's like, well, damn, like that's mm-hmm. the thing I did not see happening. So I do think that that's a good shout. Um, now let's look at the judges' guesses. The judges definitely not where you have been, Liana. Mm, no, I don't know why they kept guessing women. Because once I, I mean, I don't know. They probably heard it once, which I, I could hear. They're definitely, it's a little bit more higher pitch. But when I re-listened to it, I, I did not hear that. 
Yeah, well, to be fair to the judges, uh, Ken said Gwen Stefani and Nicole said Vanessa Hudgens in a <sighs> sea of like men guesses. So, like, and then boys to men was also mentioned. I don't think it's any of them. Um, and we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I don't have anything else on the Russian dolls unless you do. Nope, that's all I got. All right. Well, let's S car go to the next person. It's the snail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here comes the snail. That's Pink so stupid. And all. <laughs> what? That's stupid. But the show is like the show is also silly. So I know, but I'm gonna use it tomorrow. Just wait. Just you wait. Oh God. Let's S car go to the store. <laughs> I have to ask Cargo to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk slowly to really nail that joke. Ugh, I'm a genius. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So the snail comes through. Very interesting outfit. Now, I want to say right out the gate, um, I'm someone who doesn't know anything about Star Wars, but I immediately thought of that, like the, the Jar Jar oh, character. Oh, Jar 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 of the Hut. One of them looks very similar because of the eyes. Oh, I think um, it's the Jar Jar. I think you're thinking Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Okay. I thought you meant because it was like a slug. Oh, no, it for sure looks like Jar Jar Binks. I just looked it up. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's who I was thinking about. Um, So, yeah, the snail comes through and immediately I'm getting flashbacks to the baby alien because of the kind of like same features and face-ish kind of thing. And I was like, uh, scared, a little bit scared. But um, what did you think of the snail? Well, I think the shocker of shocker of putting the Russian dolls back to back with the snail. It's like, oh, my God, I didn't look closely enough at these costumes. Are we going to get any sort of, you know, I don't know, quote unquote, normal uh, costumes this season? So that was kind of funny putting those two right up against one another. Um, okay, so for the clues that I got for the snail, uh, the national treasure, and obviously a snail gets unmasked. So I, I tried to like when I did my rewatch and took notes, I tried to go through a lot of these clues to figure out what they meant. 
So we hear that the snail has acted, directed, produced, been on the Oscar stage, rubbed elbows with everybody. There was a teddy bear reference, which I assume is a Fozzie bear reference. Mm -hmm. The jewels and seashells, I think, represented Treasure Island. Meatballs. I hope you can explain that one. And then, of course, okay, good. Yeah. So the meatballs um, was a. (laughs) So that was actually answered when Kermit was singing the music at the end. Oh, and it was like. It was like, oh, the the Swedish meatballs are an ode to the Swedish chef from the Muppets. I was like, how am I supposed to know they're Swedish? How am I supposed to know they're Ikea meatballs? They were not Swedish meatballs. Swedish meatballs are smaller. Swedish meatballs are way more circular. This looked more like a brick. Um, but that's whatever. It's fine. I, I will say also, uh, let, let the audience know we will be doing our, um, our vault guesses this season as well, like we did last season. So oh, we'll we definitely are? definitely have that. Yeah, we should. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Well, uh, now I gotta do that. For that? I, no. What do you mean now you am gotta do it? You... Am I supposed to talk about it? I, I, You're in too deep. We didn't discuss this beforehand. I thought it was implied. Okay, fine. I'll make them right now. I'll make them right now. I'll make them right now. Okay, I'm done. I don't trust it. Well, I already had two. It's just one that I really need to lock in. Which is? The Robo Pine. Ah, interesting. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, where were we? Yeah. So that was the snail's clues. I think in hindsight makes sense. Um, I don't think any of us thought that the show was going to go this way ever at all. Um, what did you think of the snail's vocal performance of you make my dreams come true by Hall and Oates? I thought it was good. I enjoyed the Mm -hmm. performance listening to it back. You could definitely hear. You know, it's tough because I feel like whoever does Kermit's voice obviously is putting on a voice. So it was like they were trying to put on a voice, but also try to mask the voice that they're putting on, which kind of just ended up being whatever their normal singing voice was with little elements of Kermit the Frog in it. It's it's got to be so hard to do a voice and then sing in that voice as well. If you're usually talking in that voice inside a snail. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm like shake it around and, and stuff. Oh, it was so cute. It was doing its best to really move and make hollow notes come alive and give some type of a razzle dazzle performance. And then at one point it kind of like snailed forward. The one little detail that I really liked was they tried to do on the stage a snail trail as it moved along, which I thought was super adorable. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I don't know if they did it during the performance, but they definitely did it when the snail came out on stage for the first time. Ah. But that was kind of a cute little, you know, addition. I did Mm. not, I was like, oh yeah, the snail's good. I will probably hear them next week. I'm interested to hear what they look like when they're not putting on you know, this voice that they're doing. But obviously Mm. at the time, I I didn't know the situation. And then for Jenny to say something about, oh, he's pushing out Kermit the Frog sounds, that makes so much more sense in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's Kermit the Frog. (laughs) 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 Wow. So funny. It was so funny. And like, I... I did um I did make a note about the background. I did love the background for the for this performance. It was like mm-hmm. these buckets of flowers just like toppled over. It was very nice. There was a nice rose petal shot at the end, like an explosion of confetti, rose petal confetti, which I did like a lot. Um I not in my wildest dreams could I have guessed this ever. Ever. Yeah. I don't care well, how yeah. close it sounded to Kermit the Frog. Or should I say Kermit the Frog? I would have never guessed this. Never. No. So this was no. a 
baffling reveal to me. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about it now or when we talk? So I, when we watched it together, I just like Let's- got up. I got up and laughed. Oh, yeah, Liana stormed off. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the why yet, though. If we can help it. Wait, what do you mean? I think I don't want to talk about our outrage yet. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know, but I'll follow your lead. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um. Oh, can, yeah. Can we stop down real quick and talk about how much I hate? And I know we kind of briefly touched on it, but I hate the bus tour. I hate the bus tour. Like it, they've literally the first episode of season four, they did the vault train and I made fun of them for it. And ever since they've gone out of their way to make me miss the vault train, the vault train was the best thing they had done in the season for these guesses. And I think this is so stupid. The train, the, the bus, the bus is awful. Um, the, the Barbie dolls they've got looking like the, like the little dolls looking like the, the judges don't even look like them. They're terrifying. I hate it. The vault train was legit. And the problem is, because what's even the song that plays with the, the bus on the road again? Oh, on the road, yes. On the road yeah, again. No, vault train's so much better. Yeah. Well, the vault train. The vault train. Yeah, oh my exactly. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my easier. God. Oh, so much better. <laughs> I miss the vault train. Bring back vault train. Honestly, <laughs> justice for vault train. <laughs> justice for the vault train. I'm sorry we ever made fun of the vault yeah. train. We didn't realize <laughs> it could get worse. Well, I think that what they've proven to do is that they're going to give us a different one next week, right? Like they're not going to oh. keep the same one. So that's good, right? That's. I good. hope they bring the vault train back. Yeah, I, I, I so. doubt. I doubt. I doubt it. But uh, I think it's probably going to be another sort of like car device, perhaps. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, look, it's silly. It's goofy. I miss the vault train, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, but you also loved Word Up, so you're yeah, Word Up, ah, <laughs> the best. Um, yeah, I this was a overall good performance. I thought this was a you can stay level of performance for me. So yeah, I the mean, fact that we figured out who it was bothers me. I know it wasn't as good as the as the Russian dolls, but it obviously obviously was not the worst performance. Yeah, in a, in a hindsight, it was definitely not. In the moment, I was like, "Yeah, this is the second best performance we've heard today." Right, like right. that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then, do you have anything else you want to talk about with regards to the snail for now? Jar of shame. Jar oh, of shame. Yeah. So take it away. Jar of shame. Okay, so you know, and we've joked about this before. How? Oh my God! It's uh, potentially a, a black man with a smooth voice. It's got to be Jamie Fox. Like, there's the guesses that they always guess, and we kind of laugh about it. I love the fact that the Matt Singer is willing to poke fun at themselves and give the gift of the jar of shame, where essentially, if you guess, and then I like they also put Ken's guess of Bjork on there as well, just for good measure. It's like if you make that guess. You have to put jar, jar. I think that the best of the four pictures there is Jamie Foxx for obvious reasons. Right. Um, and then Bjork is 100% the Ken, the Ken of it all. Ken is the one who like pushed Bjork in season two, but hasn't really said it since. Johnny Knoxville must have come up more than I can remember because his face was there. And then uh, Lindsay Lohan is the other one. Yeah, That's that one I didn't get. The ones I would have added would have been Adam Lambert for sure. Seth MacFarlane gets guessed 
an inordinate amount of time. So, and including Anytime in this someone's episode, funny or goofy looking, they're like, "Oh, it's Seth MacFarlane." Oh, it's a comedian. It's got to be Seth MacFarlane. I would have put him on there. The Jamie Foxx one is, of course, a good shout. I would have put Wayne Efron Brady be- before Wayne Brady. Zach Efron's a great one. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens is also a good one. Mm-hmm. I feel like they guess her all the time. Um. Oh shoot. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think of other people that they guess all the time. Anyway, that would have been my starter list. So I'm hoping that those people are also included because Adam Lambert yeah. gets guessed far too often. Um, for the listeners, if you would like to add us right now, pause right now, add us some that you're, you can think of that they've overused on guessing. Um, that would be very much appreciated. That'd be a fun game to play. See what mm. we can remember. Uh, S-car, go to your Twitter. <laughs> I've already used it, dude. Like, this is... <laughs> Okay. 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 Like you, well, your, your I, delivery's off. It's like you're not no, even sea selling it. You're not even sea shelling it well. Okay. Well, I'll um, see you by the sea shore. Stuff it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just, just take me out of my misery. Just move on. No, let's unpack. Okay. So, okay. So the seashell is in the building. Would you like to take this one away? Yes, let's go to the beach. All right, so clues for the seashell. When she was young, she was moved around, I guess, by her family or something. There was also a hot dog, but it was like light brown and kind of ugly. I mean, not ugly. It just didn't look like sort of a a stereotypical red hot dog. No, it was like about it. I, I, it's got to be a type, right? Like, what are types of hot dogs? Oh, well, like, is we'll it a get, Chicago mm, dog, mm. like that kind of thing? Like, okay, what, well, what I don't, okay, dog? well, I don't, uh, I don't know about that, but I'll, it, it is part of the logic for my guess. But I want to get through, I want to get through everything. Else. Ooh, okay, I so, see it. Okay, I think I know I, what kind I of have, dog that's supposed to be. Oh, okay, I don't know if that's right, but fine. Go on. Uh, all right, she says she never felt grounded, but found her peace by the shore. Uh, there was also a picture of a chameleon. Mm-hmm. Then somehow she became a massive success and then had a cowboy hat, wearing mini hats, a witch's broom, nervous because she hasn't sang in a long time. And then when she was coming out of the shell, there was a bell that fell and like landed on screen. A bell that fell. A bell that fell. That's mm-hmm. swell. <laughs> I'm going to okay. go to the well. I wish at the well for you to continue. <laughs> I need a rhyming dictionary. You do not. Oh, what's that smell? <laughs> I'm feeling unwell. Okay. Oh, do tell. Um, so moving on from whatever just happened, <laughs> I think that the, so I'm looking at a list of hot dogs. Okay. It's like the hot dog guide. Okay. Um, to see, cause like, I, I think the color is a little bit faded. It's a little bit different, but I think the key component of the hot dog we're looking at mm-hmm. is the onions, right? It's like the onion looking things on top. It kind of looks like a Dodger dog based on this photo I'm seeing. I think it's a different color, though. And I I mean, the relish, I guess, is really like the relish is the true mark mm-hmm. of this dog. So I don't know if it's on here is the. OK, well, this is not the Hawaiian hot dog that I looked at. So I Googled Hawaiian style hot dog. And let me tell you why. Yeah, that's a weird thing to specifically look for. 
I know. Okay. So I, I Googled Hawaiian hot dog. You know why? I saw the bell and I was like, saved by the bell. And then I thought about the chameleon and I was like, that's almost close to a turtle. <laughs> what about Lisa turtle? And what if the Hawaiian style hot dogs that saved by the bell, Hawaiian style? I don't know what anything else has to do with it, but like, eh? Lark Voorhees, who played Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell. Eh? Are you actively trying to take your credentials down a step? <laughs> I uh, Tell me where I'm wrong. In what world is a chameleon similar to a turtle? I mean, we've seen weirder on the mass Singer when it comes to clues. By your logic, Chameleonaire should also be on your shortlist for, for this performer. But doesn't meet the meet the other criteria, so rule them out. They I, see me rolling, they see me hating, okay? Your energy's weird today, dog. <laughs> like a hot dog. You're giving me weird vibes today. Um, no, I don't see. So I don't subscribe to that. I don't think this is this is the I don't think the bells and because then what's the witch's broom about? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the cowboy hat about? Uh, let me just go to our IMDb page. I'm sure at some point in Saved by the Bell, there was some type of witch thing. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, she was in Bold and the Beautiful. Maybe she played a witch on Bold and the Beautiful. She was... I don't know. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there's some... Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that um, this is someone who is... I don't know. I, I I really liked what I heard from the seashell. Like, very much so. Mm -hmm. I focus, I'm focusing on on the chameleon clue. I think this is someone who can do more than one thing and is known for more than one thing. So that's definitely something I'm going to be looking at moving forward. Um, the cowboy hat, I'm not going to let it dictate anything for me because last time I focused on a cowboy hat, I went down the Pharrell route. It was not Pharrell. So not making that mistake again. And then I think the witch's broom matters and the bell is interesting, but also like I don't know if if it's supposed to be a bell if it's supposed to be like if it's a nod to like philadelphia if it's supposed to be a nod to like ringing of a bell or like sound of the bell or like mm -hmm. you know because like the seashell is in like in this clip is in like a clam um well like is that a clam bell Alexander Graham Bell, like, I, Kristen, like, yeah, there, like there's so many Kristen Bell, like there's too many things that directions that could be. So I think that's too vague for me right now. What I can tell you with confidence is that we're going to be hearing and seeing more clues from the seashell because the seashell is phenomenal and mm -hmm. shelled out quite a performance on the debut here. Yeah, I was impressed. I was happy that she was able to get over the nerves because obviously at the start, you can tell she's very nervous. But I mm. felt like as the song progressed, she was really able to just step into her element. I think she's a fabulous singer. I think so, too. And I think that it's someone older, like more seasoned. Um, and like I got that just off the off the tone of voice. I was like, you can tell there's knowledge in this voice. So mm. like how older? Like maybe in the forties. Okay, all right. So still, like okay, in, yeah, in like the late thirties to like 
late 40s. Okay, I thought you were like, oh, like 60s, 70s. I was like, I did not get that. No, I did not get that at all. Um, I liked the window that the seashell was singing in front of. And then I liked that the dancers were dressed like curtains. That was funny. Mm-hmm. That was cool. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it matched the motif. What did you think of the? So I will say the one thing I did not like about the, the seashell is that when they close up on the seashell's face, I can notice her chin moving from underneath the mask. And that I did yeah. not enjoy. They, I mean, they've definitely had this problem a few times where if you mm-hmm. look, especially at the right angle or the right shot, you can see either you can see a little bit of movement or maybe in some cases you can kind of try to make out like their skin tone or features or something like that. I try mm-hmm. to just ignore it because um, I didn't notice it all that much. But when you really focus in on it, yeah, you can definitely see it. Yeah, which which I didn't like. I tried not to care about too, too much. What did you think of the fact that the seashell has one eye in the form of a starfish? Oh, I think that's so cool. I actually think the mm-hmm. costume is really pretty. I especially love the heels. I think that 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 really just makes like elevates the whole outfit. You know, she is the type of seahorse singer to me that I, if I had just looked at the costume, I would have been like, oh yeah. And not just because they're both nautically themed. I feel like they are both really pretty, really gorgeous costumes. I wonder if she's going to be getting any costume changes, like changing around the skirt or something like that. But, I could see that. Yeah. But overall, yeah, really pretty. Yeah, I, I really like it. I really like it. And I think also the other thing to note is that she was the third performer we saw and she was the first one to have legs so that was nice. It was like, oh, back to back to a regular costume, not like the the Russian dolls and the and the snail with like wheels underneath you and stuff. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying with the snail and the Russian dolls being back to back was a choice. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, what did you think of the guesses from the judges? Did any of them seem plausible to you? Honestly, I don't remember them, but I remember rolling my eyes at them. Um uh, Kristen Chenoweth, Hillary oh, yeah. Duff, and Jennifer Chenoweth. Love Hewitt. Yeah, no. No, okay. No. Well, there we go. Um, yeah, and then here I've written in my notes, Cloodle do is Nick Cannon. <laughs> so, <there laughs> is that when you figured out that it might be Nick Cannon? I think it's Nick Cannon, and the other one I wrote down was it could be Terry Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews? Yeah. For I the just... Cloodle do? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I feel like it doesn't have his build, though. He's more slender. Could we see a build underneath it? Well, you can t- you can tell when they that one when they like introduce the concept of the cluckle do, then you can see you can see the body. Is it the cluckle do or the cloodle do? <laughs> I don't know. The, the cloodle cluckle do, the cloodle do, cloodle do, cloodle, cloodle do, cloodle do. I'm looking at the cloodle do. It's cloodle do. So dumb. This oh, is- hey girl, cloodle do. No. Baby boo. No, no, no. I don't know. The Cloodle Dude looks like it could be Terry Crews. It's not it impossible. I mean, it's okay, far it's less impossible. possible now. It's far less possible looking at it now. Mm-hmm. I'm more close on the Nick Cannon any, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it, yeah. If you're, yeah, I think, I think it could be Nick Cannon. Anyways, that's not important. Um, what's important is for us to jump into the trash bag in the backyard and, and rummage through the garbage to talk about the raccoon. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I don't I, know how to start this. 
I can. Let me preface this by saying <laughs> this was the worst performance we've uh, first performance we've ever had in the history of the Masked Singer. Easily the worst. I hated the costume from the beginning. Um, I did not. I couldn't believe that the, when the when the first three notes hit, I was like, "What is going on? You are assaulting my ears. Stop it!" Like you know, it's bad when I'm almost like, mm, but at least the white tiger was goofy. You know what I mean? Like where was this was wild and not because of the song was wild thing. This was just wild. I need to go back and re-listen to the Mickey Rourke performance, but that I was, it was the Mickey fir- Rourke. That oh, big same, big same. That was the first thing that popped out of my brain. Mm-hmm. When I started hearing the performance, I was like, this is not a singing performance. This is choosing to speak select words from the song Wild Thing. Like that, that's what this was. It was not, it was not singing. Um, it, uh, maybe yelling, perhaps, uh, missing lyrics. Uh, I loved when the judges were trying to be like, Oh yeah, you definitely like you did your own thing. <laughs> oh, that's the nice way of saying it. Yeah. Like. Interesting choice. <laughs> Interesting choice. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was, I was besides myself when we got to the end of the night and, and the result wasn't, you know, and the person leaving is the raccoon and the snail get back in line. You're good to go. I was floored. I could not believe it. It was wild. It was awful. Now let's look at the, um, the clue package here and see if we can figure this one out. Cause this one is a very interesting one to me. Um, okay. so in my darkest days, I faced death um their favorite story is the hunchback um there was like a magnifying glass there was a switchblade they said that they were a monster and they promised if they get a second chance they'd like do well by it or whatever and then we got the singing um and then in the performance like did you notice the flamingo was in a garbage bin or no Oh, uh, yes. Like when he went, turned around and then lifted up the, oh, is that what you're talking about? Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So in my, so I'll tell you what I have in my vault. Um, I don't mind doing that for the raccoon because I do not think we're going to, this is going to be a long world and, and, and tenure here. So I ended up, um, if I could remember who it was, it'd be, I think I told you yesterday. Can you remind me who I told you it could be? Mm, Danny DeVito and someone else. Not Danny. I thought Joe Pesci was not a bad choice. Um, I do think I'm getting a little bit of. Um, it could be uh, Danny Trejo though. It could oh, be okay. Him. Um, just based off cadence, I don't really know much about him. Uh, but just based on conversation and like the way he sounded, and I say conversation, no, it is not singing because that wasn't singing. Um, it was just based on a little bit of the cadence and the clue package, but I don't know. I, I, I have Joe Pesci. I mean, it's someone like that, right? It's someone seasoned from Hollywood. I don't think there's anything else I can tell you that would lead us into a direction or the other. I don't know much about the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't really, I don't remember the cartoon. I don't remember the story. So I, I don't know if anyone has talked about it prominently in Hollywood. I don't, I have no idea. But do you have any directions you would like to take this? Uh, No, I don't. But I mean, I think that that's definitely an interesting thought. I mean, the clue of known for being sharp. I mean, literally the role he's known for is machete. Right. So like I looked out for a machete. I didn't see one. I know, but that's the clue. It says known for being sharp. And that's what he's known for. Oh, okay. Well, he's been to jail. I know. 
Um, and then dude, he, like, I need the cludal dues. I should pay more attention. Yeah, that to the was cludal the cludal. That was the cludal do. Yeah, I know. Cludally do. I know. <laughs> the magnifying glass that I have, I, I don't know. I'd have to go read his Wikipedia page. But those are the only things that I know. Um, because didn't he work as like a probation officer like after he got out of jail? Because he's in jail and he was younger, and I'm pretty sure he had addiction issues and stuff, which I think fit sort of the the narrative of the clue package. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's not a singer, so that would also make sense if with the it's performance. Him, I'm sad because I love him, but uh-oh. I did not love this. What? Uh oh. Well, why were you sad? I'm because like I hated this. It felt like it felt like I was being tortured. It was yeah. like I'll tell you on the rewatch, it was way funnier. Um, no, I was watching it with 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 some of my Discord people, and and they were losing their minds watching this for the first time. So that was fun to see. But it was a lot more now that like uh, the you know the the hit was gone. It was funny. Uh, yeah, no, I did not have that same experience on the rewatch. It was somehow worse. Um, I think because I realized how off, because yes. I, you know, I'm trying to like really pay attention. So uh, mm. how, how off, uh, the, uh, the performance was, it was the only, and this is going to sound horrible, but the only thing I could think of was, oh God, I have to listen to another performance from the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I was dreading the experience. I yeah it uh-huh. was that's when I I noticed it only on the rewatch how bad it was yeah like, how bad the raccoon sounded it's bad. I was like this is wild how it's, are you sounding this badly yeah no it's bad it's so bad yeah yeah <laughs> so bless the raccoon's heart uh because somehow they survived they survived to make it to the next round uh-huh. um I don't know how mm-hmm. I look looking at some of the guesses from the judges. Gary Busey, I was like, this is not a bad guess. <laughs> Gary Busey could be a shout. I know, um, right? It's the first time I've heard Gary Busey and thought, oh yeah, that could actually be it. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I thought the worst guess was from Robin going with Danny DeVito. That's not just look at the body for one split second and you know it's not and, Danny DeVito. Exactly. There's exactly. no snail involved, so we know it's not Danny no. DeVito. Is there anything else you want to talk about with regards to the raccoon? I think we just leave it because we're going to talk about the raccoon in more bigger detail the next time we see them because they're not surviving this group. No, 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 no. I mean, look, the raccoon said that they were having the most fun they've ever had in their life. And so, you know, bless, bless. Yeah. Good for you. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, with the, with regards to the wild cards, do they do they face off against the person who's about to leave? See, that's a great. Oh, okay. So I, that's the thing. That's I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. If I were trying to guess, I mm. would. I okay. Oh, yeah. Not if I was trying to guess. If I was coming up with how this twist was going to work, that's how I would do it. So essentially mm-hmm. what I would do is I would say, okay, so-and-so gets eliminated. Oh, but they're not actually eliminated. They get one more chance to face off against the challenger. You know what I mean? And then if they beat mm-hmm. the challenger, they get to stay in the competition. And then if the challenger wins, I guess the challenger enters the competition. That one yeah. I'm a little less crazy about, but that's how I would do it. Because otherwise, how does it work? Like, they just show up one episode, and then all of a sudden they get to compete against everybody? I mean, maybe. I think they have to earn their spot in somehow. Yeah, but then they have to compete against everybody? Just one person? So, 
let's see if I wanted to do this, right? This is how I would want it to happen because it's very clear that like, if you, if I'm a wildcard person, they're like, okay, so you're going to now enter group a, I'd be like, Oh, thank God. There's someone worse than me. But right. Cause like, if you're facing off one, I don't want to one, I don't want to show down. I don't want to smack down because see. that is, that is difficult because you're also, that's someone who at least people know maybe like, the the something goofy happens i don't like that what i think should happen is okay and now this week the baloney is entering the mix and and the baloney is going to perform just like every other performer and if they just survive being last place they're in the crew now oh i see interesting then just have them start in the group though I mean, I agree with that, but then what's, cause I don't know what they're moving. I don't know what they're trying to do here with this. Yeah. You I, know? Know. I mean, we'll it's find confusing. out. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. So that brings us to the last person. Robo pine. Yeah. Well, starts off as the porcupine immediately stops us and says, Hey, stop that. I'm the porcupine. I'm the robo pine. <laughs> I liked the men in black chiming in <laughs> the only time yeah. I think I've ever heard them speak <laughs> it was very wrestling promo-ish I did love that I did yeah. love that a lot yeah um I'm so I love the RoboPine so much so okay. much okay wait, wait wait can I say something so we were listening mm-hmm. well, like we were watching the premiere and the seashell walks out and Puya goes dibs because like she's the type of person I would want to pick for my team. So as soon as the Robo Pine like started singing, I was like dibs. Now we've decided to not honor the dibs. I mean, mutually we've agreed that we're gonna go into the draft without dibs. But I just want to point that out that like both of us had a reactions to uh to these different contestants. I would never talk with you again if you if you made us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want her, so and I'm sure and I know you want Robopine. I so. want Robopine. I know you do. I know. Yeah. Robopine's my guy. I know. Robopine's your guy. Is he your mushroom Pharrell? Or is it oh. more like I'm obsessed with you? I first of all, I loved I've listened to the performance like multiple times now. Uh-huh. I'm a hell of been. This is like when like I don't think I'm quite your levels yet. Of like, ooh, I'm now going to listen to this the whole time. <laughs> but I felt, I feel that energy coming off of me. So I did love that. And like, it's been a while. It's not since season two of I felt this way about a performer. I just love, I just felt it. I felt the vibe. I love the comedy that came with it. I love the, the attitude, the style and like mm-hmm. the singing. It, it just, all of it together was the perfect, perfect recipe for me. I liked every bit of it. Um, and like, here's the thing. I have a guess for who this could be. Um, and it's based on no clues. It's based 100% on the singing voice. Okay. So, but, but it's contingent on the fact that the 60 year old comment was a lie. Okay. I, no, <laughs> so, I'm actually super. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. Can we, do you want to just go ahead and talk about it? Because I'm actually so curious to know whether or not you think that's real or not. Okay, so you, do you want me to talk about the yeah, clue yeah, package real quick as well? Well, I don't know. I just, uh, do whatever you want. Whatever so you the clue package natural. was like, you know, I'm prickly, but don't be scared. And then the Matrix theme, like it was like a ones and zeros binary code Matrix style kind of thing going on. There was a there was a key lock thing there. There were two DNAs and a spaceship. Um, they said that they used the 411 day and night to make connections until an angel said hello. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting thing that happened. Um, so that was, you know, that was the thing I wrote down and then nobody can touch me. And then boom, we got to like the performance and based on the voice here for me, um, 
I think that this could be. Should I tell you? Should I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Okay, and this is my this is my vault guess. So if it's if I turn out wrong, like I've already I've already announced this is my pick. Okay. Um, I think it's Tyrese. Oh really? I think it's Tyrese Gibson. Yes. Um, I and this is why. So okay. I heard the voice. I'm like, this voice sounds very familiar. Very familiar. And then I was like, I think it could be Tyrese. And then I I YouTubed some Tyrese tunes. First of all, went right back into time. Great listens. But I was like, it sounds way too similar for it not to be. And mm-hmm. I think the attitude is there. The jokiness, like it fits his personality perfectly as well. Now, I don't know about the clues. Watch. I'll like analyze the clues this next week. And I'll be like, I was wrong. But based on just voice alone, I feel very decently that it could be. But obviously, we go back to the one thing that's holding me back because I knew I was coming in saying this guest because if I'm wrong, it's because of the fact that this person is over 60. I just can't buy that they're over 60. That felt like a very weird thing for them to say. But then I don't know, maybe the judges convinced me that he's not 60 because they were all outraged about it. So I don't know. I don't know if I fully because I think they shouldn't be able to lie. This is like in, in any, you know, this isn't Big Brother or Survivor. Like, you can't lie when you're giving us clues to figure you out. You can't throw me off by like blatantly lying to my face. Like I, compl- I putting, completely agree. Yeah, putting a picture of a meatball and then be like, well, it's a Swedish meatball. It's like, well, that wasn't in there, but like I see, like you can say that with some plausible deniability. But like, if you're actively telling me you're 60 and then you're not 60, like I'd be mad. I'd be very mad, especially because now I've gone bo- to like both feet in with this one. So here's, yeah, so so my personal opinion on this is one 100% I agree with you. I think you can obfuscate the truth, but you can't straight up lie. And by being no. like, I'm 60, how else? Because we've talked about this when it comes to the Super Bowl, when it says, oh, a Super Bowl appearance. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I performed at the Super Bowl. Fine. I get it. But to say I'm 60, what if, what if they're like, but I'm said I'm 60 in dog years. Like, I don't, and I've dog grandkids or something like that. Like, oh, like, when does it end? I don't know. I don't know. So that's my only concern that it's something weird like that. Mm-hmm. But, but to, to say six, like 60 specifically, it just feels so weird to reveal so many detailed things about yourself right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, 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 it, I am. So confused because I was trying to put together the clue package because I love that this clue package has so many uniquely worded things like the the, the line that you brought up about used 411 day and night to make a connection till an angel said hello. I was like, oh, my God, there has to be so many clues here that I can misread into or the George Washington statue or this mission to get on Hollywood's radar. And and there were just like so many things that I wanted to pick apart, but I kept felt like I was limited because is, is he 60 years old? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the clue package things to note. There's also a soda can yep. in the package. So that's oh, the thing. I Okay. Hold, hold up. Let's try to fit these clues to Tyrese Gibson just to see. His career began when he auditions for a Coca-Cola commercial. Oh, and it looks like a Coke can. It's like it's like red yeah, and white. It looks like a Coke can. I actually wrote down that it was a Coke can. Oh yeah. What's the George Washington thing about? 
Um, I have no idea. I don't know what the angel thing moves uh, thing is either. Because I would say, okay, so here was the other thing too that I thought was that I think he got famous first and then it was the whole like, oh, I want Hollywood to notice me, which makes me feel like I have success as a singer and then later I became an actor, which does sort of fit with your guess because he was singing, right? And then much later came in and did all the Fast and Furious movies. So... That like that sort of fits. Um, what else? I don't know what the angel thing means or the four one one thing for that matter. I, I need to look at all his hits. Could this be a link to? Um, is this someone who's like associated with with uh, Lionel Richie in a way? Could that be a thing? Because Lionel Richie was the original Hello, and then obviously we have Adele's Hello now, mm-hmm. which are the two iconic mm-hmm. Hellos. But I think this mm-hmm. is leading to Lionel. So. That's something we could look at. The 411 is an R&B band from the 2000s. That's a thing we can look at in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Their origin is the United Kingdom. So then this would be taking us to England a little bit. Um, oh, uh, Mary J. Blige had an album called What's the 411? Could they be associated with Mary J. Blige? That's also a thing that could be going on. <laughs> That's the fun part is that if you have a guess, we can make anything fit. It's so fun. <laughs> it, it's not because I'm here like, oh, Tyrese, and then I'm going to oh, be standing. Sure. And then in like episode nine, it's like, well, it was this quarterback from 1987. And it's like, well, okay, I was wrong. Yeah, you were um, very convinced that it was uh, Pharrell. Ultimately, I love the Robo Pine. I love the Robopine and I love this performance and I listened to it multiple times. I'm going to listen to it more and hell I'm going to listen to more Tyrese again. So that's fun too. Um, But yeah, that's where I'm at. Look, Even if you end up, that's the fun part is that even if it doesn't end up being him, like remember when you, I guess Buster Rhymes was on the show, but like, you know, you get to sort of like relive and recapture. I, yeah, after Buster Rhymes was unveiled for like three, four straight weeks, I listened to nothing but Buster Rhymes, like hours and hours of Buster Rhymes. So yeah, definitely the rekindling of love for for some of these musicians, whether they're on the show or not, that comes from Mass Singer alone is worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so I mean that actually happened to me today when I thought for a for a split second it could be Good Charlotte as the Russian Dolls, and I ended up re-listening to that whole. What was the album? The the green one, you know, the one I'm talking about that's got like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous and all that stuff. Yes, wasn't that called Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous? That's what that album was called. I don't know. I Isn't listened it? to the whole thing twice today, so I should. Oh know. my! Oh, the Young and the Hopeless. The Young and the Hopeless. Okay. Yeah, I listened to that album twice today. So you, so you listened to that instead of listening to my podcast? Okay, let me explain. I was doing stuff science-wise no. that I couldn't like process a podcast, okay? I just had to have music on in the background. You know this. I guess I'm not as good as good Charlotte. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so Nicole paid $50 to guess Jamie Foxx. What do you think of that decision? Bad bet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about gambling, but yeah. But as soon as she said it, I couldn't help but feel like I was part of a New Girl episode. I was like, jar! Yeah, I, I do love the jar element. I think this is actually very fun. Um, I would have called it something like the bin, but that could be our thing. We could call it the bin. Um, when one of us makes a bad prediction, like well, you made it earlier with yeah. the with the Lisa Turtle in the bin. Uh, why do you think that's bad? The, because Liana, that's like remember when you like reprimanded me for the <laughs> chakra rocks and chakra con, and you were like, uh, yeah. "That's stupid." Yeah. That's okay. Why. Fine. 
Bye. <laughs> In the bin. Benham. Um, Benham. So Robin Thicke guesses genuine. I Googled genuine. I looked mm-hmm. them up. Leon, how old do you think genuine is? I don't know, like 45. Genuine is 50. Okay, so close. That's nuts. I would have never thought Genuine was 50. Why? I didn't think Genuine was that old. Well, I know. I mean, he... Okay, all right. Well, let's see. When was his first hit? Uh, Was it Pony? 1996. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It was 1996, and he would have been... I didn't know that Pony was from 1996 either, though, in my defense. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, he just turned 50 last year. Yeah, I um, I heard in those jeans first. So I and then I heard Pony later and I assumed that in those jeans would be um, would have been the first one. Wait, when was in those jeans released first? When when was 2003? Okay, that's from 2003. Yeah. Okay. All right. That fits with my mental timeline of being Mm. alive. It's so funny when you look up genuine on Google, Uh you know, on the right, it gives you like the short bio before you click on the Wikipedia. Uh So it says spouse, um, children, and then cousin says Donna Meagle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love Wikipedia. That's how, yeah. Like how would Robin Thicke know stuff like, Ooh, genuine's from Washington. Like that is nuts. If anyone has that Because I think they're like friends. You know what I mean? He's in the music business. I'm sure he's met genuine before. I know, but like, you know, no offense to our friends, but I I couldn't tell you what their origin is or like what city they hail from. I can tell you where they live now. I'm sure, I'm sure you could at least know some of them. Some, but like, is Robin his son? Where, where are you from? You were born in the in California. Yeah, and you're from Colorado. Yeah. Okay. See there. You know, I'm sure Robin Thicke. Yeah, and but I'm committed to you for life. That's different. That is. <laughs> ah, is he on. committed to genuine for life? Is anyone? I don't know. In those jeans. <laughs> is there any more room for him in those jeans? <laughs> is Is there any more room for Robin Thicke in those jeans? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what Genuine was singing about. I guess, I guess it would have been Robin Thicke's jeans. Robin well, Thicke's jeans. Okay. <laughs> Girl, you looking Robin Thicke in those jeans. Uh, Alright, I'm done. So, How many toes to- do you think Genuine has? <laughs> Ten! Uh, do, you, do we know that for sure? Maybe he lost a toe. But do we know that for sure? The problem is, is that there's just so many toes. Because if it is 14, total of 14, then someone still has an extra toe. I don't know. It's complicated. You are too zeroed in on this toe thing. I'm telling you, the toe is the key. If we figure out the toes, we unlock the rest of the puzzle. It so isn't, though. <laughs> just you wait. Just you wait and see. Well, we shall see. So the snail gets revealed as the eliminated singer. Liana gets outraged, gets off the couch, walks away, then comes back and sits down. We get the final guesses. Now, when we were on the couch, you said, Adam Carolla, my guess, final answer. Mm -hmm. You said that. I I said Andy Richter. Yeah, well, I think we were both stuck on the the late night talk show 
teddy bear co-host thing mm-hmm. so like i couldn't get past i was like it's got because well, i was like well, it's got to be andy richter and then i was like all right let me who who else is sort of fits that role so that was where i came up with adam carolla which when both jenny and um nicole guessed him i was like yeah here we go baby and then both of them disavowed <laughs> and they were like no that's not right i was like no <laughs> immediately no like, nope, nope. <laughs> man yeah, so I mean, listen, here's, I will tell you this, Jenny clearly did not know who this was, because there is no world where she genuinely guessed Ted Cruz. No that was world. such a, t- uh, it's, shut, shut up, like, Sarah Palin, in retrospect, it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't right. make sense, but it makes sense. Ted Cruz does not make sense. It just doesn't. Yeah, like, what's the, cl- I didn't see anything about a vacation and lying in in, in the, um, in the I didn't see anything about abandon in the clue package, so that was a stupid guess, Jenny. You're dumb. Um Billy Crystal was interesting. Jay Leno made sense because we were guessing Jay Leno. I, I when Robin Thick doubled down on Seth McFarlane, I thought in my head, I'm like, no offense, Robin, but there's no world where Seth McFarlane gets on the show and then goes out in the beginning. Like he's gonna make it far. I don't know. It could be one of those things where, yeah, I don't know. The one time deal. I don't know. I mean, what are we going to say about this? Oh, like, do you think Kermit the Frog had a one episode deal with Fox? Like, I'm only going to do one. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, all I what I do know is that I was sad to see Kermit go. Um, but I like the reveal. They took the hat off. There's no one there, and then boom, it's Kermit the Frog. Now I want to <laughs> talk to you about this because mm-hmm. your reaction last night to being Kermit the Frog was very much like you are losing your mind. <laughs> If this has happened I but i can tell that you've changed your tune but i want to okay. catch the essence of last night okay so let me okay let me let me try to go through what was running through my brain last night so first of all the snail somehow is eliminated which i was completely incensed by all right so i'm already i have this heightened sense of being like you got to be effing kidding me and then a, a frog muppet puppet whatever inside a snail i just like my mind was blown i just i just got up i just left i was like nope (laughs) i can't do this right now my body can't handle this right now i need my mental space and time to process what i am watching this was I can't even I don't know I don't know I don't even know how to describe it with words. It's just this feeling that I have. Oh, what a mess. This is the most mass singer thing to have happened. I think this top for me, this tops getting um Sarah Palin to do Anaconda. Or no, she didn't do Anaconda. She did um uh uh Baby, Baby got, got, back. got back. Yeah, the original, the main. <sighs> So this was a fun start. It was very gimmicky, but I did it. I did like it. I think technically, here's the thing. Kermit, not a person, right? Not a real person. (laughs) However, Kermit, definitely a celebrity. So more Kermit has more reason to be there than Dr. Elvis. Yes. Okay. So that was sort of ultimately what I ended up coming. What settled my distress (laughs) was Mm -hmm. that Kermit the Frog is indeed a celebrity. Yes. And it's so weird. I can live with it. Mm-hmm. 
So I made I'm at peace. I'm at peace. I am also at peace. Um, yeah, I think ultimately, Liana, this was a great first episode. It got me hyped for the rest of the season Same. until inevitably, maybe I get big mad about one of the gimmicky plot twists they've got ready for us. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, Mass Singer's back, and I'm happier for it. Ultimately, it's gonna Same. make it's gonna add a little bit of flavoring to my Wednesday nights that I didn't know I wanted. No, I'm very excited. I feel personally invested. I think the fact that I know that there's only, at least at the moment, 10 contestants makes it a little bit easier to stomach for me. And now one of them has already been eliminated. And I have my, like, at the moment, personal rooting interest in the Russian dolls, which I'm sure will, you know, may change or whatever. But there's already somebody, one contestant that I'm curious to know how this all turns out. So Mm. overall, very excited, very happy, had a super fun experience with the premiere, brought out a lot of emotions in me. So you know what? I couldn't ask for anything else. Big same. Big same. I'm I'm happy I get to cover the show with you week in, week out. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we're gonna be back uh, next week. And until then, Liana, where can people find you? What do you have going on? You can follow me on Twitter at Liana R H A P. I am podcasting about RuPaul's Drag Race, a season that also like brings me joy, but at the moment won't end. So because no one's getting eliminated. So maybe I was just so happy someone got eliminated from the mass singer because I'm not getting it on drag race. But it's always fun with Beth, Amon, and myself talking about all of that. And then um yeah, otherwise you can follow me also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Leonaism talking about a lot of dumb stuff. Animal Crossing, The Sims, Big Brother Canada, um, Fall Guys, Among Us, all that jazz. Yeah, you talk about Fall Guys on your stream? Yeah, we go into in-depth analysis of Fall Guys. <laughs> JK, I just suck at Fall Guys. <laughs> you do not suck at Fall Guys. Um, <laughs> you can find me on all major social media platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, Twitch.tv, Puyaism for all three of those things. I will, I've been talking about 90 Day Fiance with Rob and I will continue to do so. The season hasn't finished yet, but it's starting to slow down. But as you know, 90 Day Fiance is a year-round sport. So I will be talking about that continuously over on the Rahap Ups Network. That isn't changing. And I will be um, talking about The Circle with uh, one Taryn Armstrong over on the Rahap Ups Network as well. Keep an eye for that. It hasn't started yet as far as coverage goes, but the celebrity season is here. And then in about a week, season three is starting. So all of that is happening and can be found on this very network, the Reality TV Rahap Ups Network. And Please, if you haven't left a rating or review yet, uh, feel free to do that. It'll be very much appreciated. You can do that over on robhasawebsite.com slash masked singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. I would really, really appreciate that from you. We currently have 84 ratings. My goal is for us to get to 100. If we get to 100, that's a that's a whole 100. I would love <laughs> that, that is that the big one zero zero. The big triple digits. Yeah, that would be amazing. And I would appreciate that. And that's honestly the best way for us to get feedback on on what you like, what you don't like. Uh, Hopefully more like the don't like, but we'll see. Um, And yeah, we'll be back next week talking about the, I'm assuming, Group B, right? They haven't alluded that we're going to go back to this group again. Um, Okay, hold on. I saw this somewhere. So we're getting... 
I'm pretty sure we're getting the group B next week. Yeah. Okay. So next week we're getting the group B premiere. And then the week after that, the description is the group A wild card round. Enter ah, yes. the wild cards. So I don't know if this is going to be a situation like you were describing where the wild mm. card shows up and then now we're back to five contestants, but there is, or we add two of them because I saw four. So I don't know. Very curious to see. But of course, we have to meet our group B performers first. I'm very much looking forward to that. And I can't wait to talk about it with you, Liana, next week. But until then, you know, have fun, take care, and we'll unmask you at the Groupie premiere next week. Bye. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.